Yo, this is Tasher. You are now tuned in to Daisies.Live. Let's go. Hey, like Matai, like Matai, like Kulfi, Rasmalai, <laughs> Hi everybody, we're back with yet another episode of Daisies.Live on Radio Zindagi and today we have with us the wonderful, very, very, very popular uh, hot throb of the teenager verse, I guess, Desher! Alright, with an Desher, intro like that. Desher, we have you here with uh, Scott and I. Hello everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, this is that was quite an intro for sure. <laughs> So Tesher, why don't you um, help me out and tell us a little bit about how you got started, how long you've been in the game. For sure. Um, so I've been making music as like a serious hobby um, since I want to say like 2005, 2006. I was, I was quite young when I kind of started, but uh, it's only these past couple of years um, that I've been kind of putting a bit more effort into things and really, um, you know, trying to maximize the reach on, on my songs. And uh, this year in particular has been really great to me. Uh, a lot of great songs. I mean, great to me. I don't know if it's been great to anybody else, but uh, I can't complain. I've had a couple of records really reach a lot of people. And so long time coming, but uh, finally feels like I've, I've arrived. Where are you based out of? So I currently live in Toronto. Uh, I'm from a small city named Regina, in the, in the, right in the middle of Canada. Uh, everybody kind of thinks of Toronto on one side and Vancouver on the other side. Well, the city I'm from is right in the middle of the country. But uh, yeah, that's where the family is, but I'm in Toronto. Okay. Um, so what is the scene like in Toronto? How, how do you collaborate a lot? Do you, what are your influences? What do you do? Um, what do you look for uh, mm -hmm. musically? when you're out and, and dealing with people, collaborating, mixing? You know, this is, uh, this is, this is one way where my uh, music career has been very different from I think your, uh, your average, anybody else doing it, is that honestly, so much of it for me has just been contained in my room. Mm. Uh, for a long time, I mean, for a long time, the main thing that I was doing was just making remixes and, um, whether those be mashups where it's more simple, just take two songs and put them together. But, you know, as I got better at it, it started to just become full on productions, uh, just completely original productions. And I would just take uh, maybe the vocal track out of a song and then that would create the remix. And this entire time, honestly, I've just been doing it myself. Okay. Uh, it's just me. Uh, I'm, I'm the quintessential bedroom producer, uh, huh. you know, just, just living the dream from, uh, from, from my room. And it's only really in the past, like like this year and, and last year, where people have been reaching out, wanting to collaborate. And I I haven't really indulged any collaborations thus far. I'm mm. just so I have so many things that I just want to do myself first. That um, I, I feel like I need to get my vision out uh, a bit more concretely, especially when it comes to the original music, because I'm making original music now. I really want to get that sound out, and then. Um, start doing collaborations when I have kind of more of a basis uh, as to what is the sound that I want to um, want to really put out there. Right. So, so what is the sound that you want to put out there? Tasha? You know, yeah, if you yeah, had to describe that's, it, that's the big question. I mean, if I had to describe it in a, in a nutshell for now, it's, it's fusion. Uh, I think whatever it's going to be, it's going to be um, 
definitely just a cross-cultural mix. For example, um, last week I put out a new single uh, named Jalebi Baby. And that is, def that is basically somewhere at the intersection of Bollywood, salsa, reggaeton, mm -hmm. and uh, Punjabi music and hip hop. So it's 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 a, it's an eight way intersection, I guess. I just named eight different things. But we, um, we have a story for Jalebi Baby, by the way, uh, oh. that I want to share with you. Um, so when the song came out and our team sent it for our attention, we actually asked, uh, we actually to, um, gave it to Scott. And Scott did not know what a jalebi was, so we asked him to go to the Indian <laughs> restaurant in Ohio, Columbus, to figure out what a jalebi is. And they did not have jalebi on their menu, and Scott was very, very, very disappointed. <laughs> I felt a little oh, no. weird. I thought maybe they had set me up. It was like, send <laughs> like the white dude thing. in to ask for something that doesn't exist, right? I, I you know, I did. But, no. but imagine yeah. an Indian restaurant not having gulab jamun or jalebi on. It's a it's a staple. It, well, well, Scott, do you know what it is now? Has it been I, explained to you? I do. You. I, I I do, and and um, it's feeling like a snack. I, I you know, uh, <laughs> that's a line from the song. I, I I do. I'm 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 well versed now in jalebi, at least the Tesher variety of jalebi. Yes. Yes. No. It's very honestly. I'm surprised that you didn't encounter it because. It was just Diwali this last weekend. And, you know, the thing with Diwali is it's all about sweets. Everybody's like, you know, giving sweets out to their loved ones and stuff. So I'm very surprised that wherever you went didn't have them. I feel like you need to go to a, not a restaurant, but like a sweets shop. Yeah. They have like no, specific Indian sweet shops and they'll definitely have one. You, you're, you're probably right. And I think, you know, who knows with COVID and, you know, shutdowns and mm -hmm. uh, supply chains being, who knows? We but, might have a jalebi shortage. He know, doesn't. He's, he's, he's in Canada. He's safe. We're yeah. the ones. Yeah, <laughs> We're right, in trouble right, right, right now. Right. Well, yeah. speaking I'll, of COVID, I'll ship some over. Please do. That would be that would be fantastic. Well, speaking of COVID, it, it's interesting because you talked about how uh, a couple of years ago you really you got rolling. You 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 started producing and 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 how talk about how COVID interrupted that or what it did. I know you're a bedroom producer, so in some ways, but you know what what effect did it have on you? it's been completely transformative mm. um and it feels weird saying this but like almost the best thing that ever happened because i um you know i've got a nine to five job and that's and, and that's taken up so much of my time between of course just doing the job and then commuting uh it's a pretty long commute to to, to where i work and you know i would get home dead tired and you know got to make dinner first so by the time i get to the music it's like already like after seven o'clock and i woke up that morning at like six i'm you know i'm exhausted right. and i want to do the thing that i love so of course i'm going to make time for it and i'm going to bring myself to the laptop and, and 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 get it going but as soon as work from home started of course all of a sudden i'm home and i'm in my room all the time uh if i finish my work early i can just get to the music and I have no commute now. I can just start 5 p.m. hits. I can start working on my music. And so that's one thing that happened. It just sure. gave me a lot more time to work on music. And then the second thing is that with everybody else being at home, I, I have a theory that, you know, with TikTok really blowing up this year and a lot of my, if you guys don't know, a lot of the songs that I made, part of the reason why they became so popular is because they blew up on TikTok. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, for sure. yeah, 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 exactly. So like the thing is that 
I don't even know if those songs would have even blown up on TikTok yeah. because TikTok might not even have been right, as right. big of a thing because everybody was home. Everybody's home doing nothing. Let's make some videos to entertain ourselves. So right. that was the whole appeal behind that app. So um, no, COVID had like, as far as I'm concerned, a direct impact on this year being uh, like a breakout year for me. That's so interesting. I've, you know, it's not, you're not the first person to say that having that time freed up you know, just, just not having that soul draining commute or not having to spend so much time in the office has freed me up. You know, it's given me an yeah, hour or two or three. Totally. But Tasha, um, just for our listeners and viewers, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about your background? I mean, what did you study? Where did you study? What's your real name? Because we don't know any of that. <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, born and raised um, in Regina, Saskatchewan, uh, and I moved out to Ontario for uh, the second half of my undergrad degree, and I did a degree in business administration. I went to Western University out in uh, London, Ontario, so it's like a two-hour drive from Toronto, and uh, yeah, and then after that, I just kind of took a took a marketing, a digital marketing job in, in Toronto, I was living the whole downtown life, um, and I, you know, I've always enjoyed music, but I never really allowed myself to see it as a legitimate path for myself. That's why I call it, I, I call it a serious hobby because it was always just like the thing that I did to, to entertain myself, to bring myself joy. Um, you know, it was just something I love doing. Uh, but after I, uh, I graduated and I started working for a while, I'm like, you know, this is not what my life is going to be. Like I didn't, uh, I, I, I can't be just the guy who just goes to work and just, um, you know, sits in, in the cubicle yeah. nine to five and then commutes home. That's, that's not who I am. I, I'm a creative person. I'm an energetic person. And it's, there's going to be people who that life is perfect for. And that's, that's what they want to do. God bless them. More power to them. Yeah. Right, not, right. not for me. So yeah. And then I started to put more effort into, uh, into the music that I wanted to make. And that's how we ended up here. But my real name is uh, Hitesh. Uh, and the re the way that I got to Tesher is that you know, living in the part of Canada that I did, I didn't, I, I didn't grow up in Toronto or Vancouver or Surrey or Calgary or any of these places that had a lot of brown people. So uh, I grew up mostly, you know, around Caucasian folks, um, you know, Aboriginal people, um, First Nations, like basically everybody except brown people. I mean, there were some brown people, but not a lot. So my name was Hitesh, not Hitesh, Hitesh, because that's how they could say it. Sure. So uh, Hitesh eventually became Tesher. Literally, I walked in a homeroom one day in the 10th grade and my friend Tia just saw me walk in and said, hey, Tesher, how's it going? And just in that moment, it clicked for me. I'm like, that's my name. That's I was looking for like a stage name up until that point and I didn't have a good one. But at that point, I became Tesher and it's been uh, it's been that ever since. So, so um, you, you're Punjabi, you're, you're, you, 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 you speak many languages. Yeah, my um, my mom is from Haryana, and my dad is born in New Delhi. So yeah, we speak Punjabi at home, and um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the background. Probably because in your songs, your 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 accent on the Punjabi and the Hindi is very proper. That's why. <laughs> I try very hard. I honestly, mm. I I make sure I set whenever I. Uh, rap or sing in uh, in any any Indian language. I make sure I send it to my parents to get final approval approval on the accent because 
let me tell you, if I put that out and I'm not doing it right, I'm going to get absolutely roasted. So I got to make sure I'm 100% on, on, on all that. Not only by your parents, but a lot of aunties, I guess. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, but Scott, here's your answer to when we were talking last week about Haryana, because we were re reviewing a movie set in Haryana, and Scott right. wanted to know what is Haryana. So here's your answer. I have, lots of, I have lots of questions, but I'm slowly but surely, you know, getting the answers. Um, okay, so let's take, you mentioned TikTok earlier and, uh, and the influence that it's had. And I got to tell you, there's nothing worse than the old geezer like me seeing a trend or a fad that young people are into and, and talking down about it. And so I don't, if anything I say comes across as condescending, that is not at all where I'm coming from. Okay. But I don't get it. I don't, <laughs> I don't get the milk. I'm talking about yeah. Old Town Road and 487,000 videos. That's mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. And, the, and it's the milk part. Help me, mm -hmm. help me understand that. Yes. Uh, what, is, what is going on there? So I didn't understand it in the beginning either. Okay. So you're not alone. Okay, good. But good. it was later explained to me. Um, and I feel like I should make an update video where I tell people exactly what was happening, but basically, okay. So, you know, the whole trend was I made this remix and, um, when the beat would drop on this remix, uh, people would just cheers the camera with the, with like a container of milk and then the milk would just fall onto them. Um, from what has been explained to me, that is not actually milk. That is what, uh, what they call bhang. And bhang is milk infused with THC. And it is like kind of like a, a cultural religious-esque drink in, um, in India, mostly used for like kind of like some religious ceremonies and whatnot. But the whole idea behind the challenge is that, and the lyrics of the song, actually I should probably explain the lyrics of the, of the remix. It's talking about a person being like intoxicated in love, basically. Okay. All right. So, to show that they're intoxicated in love, that's why they're using the milk because that's supposed to be right. pong and okay. they drink that. And that's just, to, it's literally just to show that they're intoxicated in love. So they're taking this drink that has uh, an intoxicating quality to it. All right. So that's the whole it. idea. It does make sense, actually. I yes, didn't sure. think it made sure, sense, sure. but it actually, there is some sense there. Right, it just, right. it was, honestly, that's the thing. It, it, if you look at it, to be honest, they were just too clever and I was just too stupid. To, to actually know what was going on. So more, more power to TikTok because that's actually pretty, that's pretty smart. That's pretty clever. Uh, it's so, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, for, I mean, 487,000 videos that do this. That, and, mm -hmm. and now where does that, do you, do you have any idea where that fits in these sort of challenge videos? Is that, is that, a, is that a standard number? Is that really impressive? Like, help me, help us understand that. It's not to toot my own horn, but it's, it's up there. I remember, I, like, it's, it's actually like, at in like the 650,000 video range now. So it's even oh higher, gosh. but I mean, I, I compared this one cause I wanted to figure out, I'm like, you know, is my song actually blowing up or is this just the part yeah. for the course when it comes to TikTok? And somebody had shown me that Justin Bieber was trying to start this viral challenge for one of his songs. I think it was called changes. And if you clicked on the sound, it had like maybe 200,000 videos and it, and, and I was seeing that everywhere on TikTok. And mine had 600 something. Right. So it was definitely big. The, the thing is that it was big in India. 
right? And at the time before TikTok abandoned India, India was by far the largest market that TikTok had. So that's kind of another thing to, to keep yeah. in mind. But to answer your question, yes, it was a big deal. <laughs> wow, wow. I mean, that's gotta be, I mean, that's not a traditional way of blowing up, right? That's not a, that's a very 2019, 2020, 2021. Uh, what do you what do you do with that other than that's really cool that feels good I mean like how does is there a way to monetize that is that something you're looking to do is what's your reaction to that what's your response to that popularity yeah it's I mean first of all it's very humbling it's nice to know that indirectly or directly people are uh, enjoying your music I think that's first and foremost sure. the the best thing about it um, as for like monetization so uh, when it comes to remixes, you can't really monetize mm. because of the whole copyright issue and stuff. But, okay. um, for example, Jalebi Baby being an original song, uh, every time somebody uses it on TikTok, uh, there is a slight amount of monetization. So, good for me. <laughs> but okay. the, the, the main thing is that, you know, all these videos just are whenever people make all these videos to your song it just puts more of a spotlight on one, the song, and two, sure, sure. you, your profile, and your other uh, social media platforms. So I'll, I'll tell you what happened. When I, when the Old Town Road Ramta Jogi remix went viral on TikTok, right afterwards, Young Shahrukh, which is a song yeah, that I rap yeah. on, that yeah. went viral. And the way that that, that that happened, I think, this isn't confirmed, but that's my theory, is that everybody saw Old Town Road, they looked, up me uh and, and and they they found that the most recent song that i put out was young shahrukh and since it's a TikTok audience they look at what my next song was and say well what do i do i'm gonna make a TikTok to this right. and as a result then young shahrukh went viral and then also uh jalebi baby went viral so you just bring in this audience that is so privy to that social media platform that they'll that they'll enjoy the song the way that they know how, which is making dance videos to it. Right, so right, right. that's kind of the whole appeal with TikTok. Once you can get them, you got to try to keep them and um, try to like, uh, try to, I mean, hope that they enjoy your following records as much as they enjoyed the first one. Right. Keep that momentum going. Exactly. Yeah. You have a dog. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> He's famous, by the way. The dog is famous. Yeah, the dog is he... famous. He's Detail. a core part of the marketing now. Um, it, it's sad because he's not... a baby thing on the on the dog. <laughs> yeah, so cute. Yeah, no. Um, the dog actually doesn't live with me, unfortunately. He's not out here uh, in in Toronto with me. He's back home with the family. But my sister just likes to dress him up and and do fun stuff with him on his Instagram. His name is Chai, uh, and so we literally named him because he is the same color as a cup of Chai. And uh, yeah, Jai uh, is, is a staple. <laughs> yeah, a staple. Most, he's, he's... most Americans know Jai as Jai tea, but it's really Jai. It's yeah. really Jai. It's Jai the dog. My my son Jai on Instagram. He's uh, super cute. Instantly will brighten your day. Uh, one of these days, I want to do a music video where it's just Jai running around the park. And because I feel like that would be better than anything I ever do in a music video. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. So um, do you have formal training in music or this is just a hobby that you took on and you're good at it and you're so good at it that you don't need to be trained? 
<laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say I'm so good that I don't need to be trained, but uh, no, I, I don't have any kind of formal training in music at wow. all. Uh, one day, you know, maybe post-COVID, I'd like to uh, maybe take some sort of lessons or something because anything I can do to help and get better at this craft would be obviously great. Um, but no, it's just been fully self-taught. All the melodies are just coming from my head um, and I've been doing okay. People seem to enjoy it so far, but one day I'd like to be able to to play an instrument of of some sort. I feel like that that should be a thing. Is there one you're is there one you're leaning toward? Probably piano, just because of how many uses it'll bring to everything else. Like if you mm. can learn the if you can do piano, that's like directly the most like all the applications and programs and plugins you use on a computer to make music, it's all piano based. You know, mm. that's how you program melodies in. It's with keyboards and stuff. So it would definitely be piano. And then secondly guitar. All right. Cool. So, so what's your path forward when you start collaborations? Do you see yourself to be this indie artist, independent and doing your stuff, but, or, or is there a path to Bollywood since you're such a big Shah Rukh fan? Uh, I mean, if Bollywood will have me, then I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly come over. But, uh, no, I think the path forward is to really just take this to be as big as it possibly can. Uh, I, I have no interest in being like a uh, like a small time artist or like an in, independent artist or anything like. I mean, I mean, I'm cool with being an independent artist. I think being an independent artist is super important, and that's really the future. Artists owning their masters and doing everything themselves uh, is a thing that's more possible than ever before, because uh, everybody's kind of on a level playing field. Everybody's bidding on the same phone screen you know everyone's bidding on tiktok it doesn't matter if you're the weekend or if you're somebody in, in, a, in a bedroom mm -hmm. uh when people are scrolling through the music it everyone's just hearing whatever's popular doesn't really matter if there's a label behind yeah it and, and i think in a lot of ways covid has leveled it even more because now Absolutely. everybody everybody's out there doing the thing and mm -hmm. and you know for uh, during the start of covid i discovered tiktok i wasn't there earlier and when i finally got it i was like Hey, there are a lot of crazy people <laughs> in this world. They literally you, have you the just time figured that to out. You just figured out that there's a lot of crazy people. That just I, that I just I did. If you go to TikTok, Scott, you will too. There are like families doing. Oh, I know there's crazy dances. people. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't need TikTok to tell me that there's nut jobs out there. But you know, whatever, whatever gets you to that realization. That's, that's cool. That's cool. It was. As, it was as crazy. As long as you but, get it. But but so so your path forward is definitely going to take this. Um, take your now past hobby and now a career option very seriously hopefully that's the that's the plan really just trying to take this to be as big as it possibly can making music that people like and if people keep supporting it the way that they have been supporting it i don't see any reason why we can't hit billboard next you know why we can't chart why we can't get a song in a movie or why we can't have some great exciting collaborations uh why not right, right why not right. uh why not take this to be as big as it possibly can be Right. So who's your dream collaboration? Uh, Drake. I'd say Drake. I, it's a bit cliche, but, uh, you know, being another Toronto guy, uh, another Canadian, more, moreover, uh, I feel like that would just be huge for the culture and, of course, just makes amazing music. And I think, you know, he's always been somebody that uh, just the whole Desi community really has rallied behind uh, his entire career. And the way I see it, you know, if Drake can go and do a Spanish record, multiple Spanish records, I see no reason why he can't come and do uh, some sort of Indian record. And I feel like that would just change the game. Like we, 
you know, in the Desi community, you've got Beware of the Boys with Jay-Z and Punjabi MC, and that's just a staple that's always been played at every single function ever. And I'm not saying something can take the take the place of that, but we need a new age version. And I feel like a Drake-Indian uh, Desi collaboration would just set the world on fire. And yeah. so I don't know if it's going to be me who does it, but I feel like I could... I could make something happen. So, so, so who's your who's your who's your dream collaboration in Bombay in Mumbai? Mm. Um, oh man, there's a lot. Uh, I'd say A.R. Rahman is very, very another cliche, but definitely up there. I think that's that's a guy who just was one of the first guys to fuse Western sounds and. Uh, Indian sounds together, Desi sounds as a whole, South Asian sounds as a whole, and make it really pop and make it something that's kind of globally accepted. So I think A.R. Iman, number one, for sure. And then who else? Um, oh man, I feel like Badshah would be really cool too. I'm a huge Badshah fan. He's super, super talented. Doing something kind of like Indian rap and English rap would be cool. And then thirdly, Sukhwinder Singh. I don't know how I would do something with Sukhwinder Singh because, you know, but I don't know. I'll figure out a way. If he if he's down, I'll figure out a way. <laughs> so uh, speaking of Bollywood, we do a lot of Bollywood reviews, and and it's funny we have a third guy that we that is part of our interview team. He couldn't be here today, but we do a lot of reviews of Bollywood movies and TV shows. What are you watching right now? What do you What do you enjoy? What would you t uh, suggest that people check out? Hmm. You know, I haven't seen a new Bollywood movie in a very long time. I'll be okay. honest, but I would say. In this time of COVID, where there's not a lot of new movies coming out, this is a perfect time to revisit the classics. Okay. And so I would say, here's my hmm, here's here's I'll I'll give you three. I'll give you three All movies right. that uh, that you should watch during COVID uh, if you want to get into Bollywood a bit. So I would say number one, Dawn, Shah Rukh Khan movie. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, that's that one is kind of to be honest, that song is the direct like inspiration for young Shah Rukh. The whole cool guy, young Shah Rukh yeah, vibe yeah. comes from the aesthetic that's presented in Dawn. Right. And I've like, anytime that I've had friends that wanted to get into Bollywood, I would show them Dawn because it's also the, the it's very accessible for somebody who hasn't seen a Bollywood movie. Not a lot of song and dance, but still has that dramatic vibe. So sure. Dawn, number one. Dawn number one, two, okay. Um, number two, oh God, it was just in my head. Um, Hera Ferry. Hera Ferry is hilarious um just bollywood humor at its best okay and an absolute classic so funny so good great actors 10 out of 10 hera fairy and number three um hadkardi apne govinda to be honest any govinda <laughs> any govinda movie from the early 2000s late 90s is also absolutely hilarious and the music is so good and the way that they're acting is just so exaggerated but also so fun and funny to watch like there's this one scene that i always show people um no matter if they're brown or white or anything else of just like in a nutshell it's he's he's a private investigator and he's taking a pic he's trying to get pictures of these people caught in the act but he's like in the tv that is in the room and he like disguises himself as like an Arab singer and then like a Chinese singer. And it's probably, it, it would probably get canceled today, but if you look right. at it through the lens of that time, it's actually very, very funny and um, really, 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 really iconic. So right. that's my three. Uh, Don, Hera Ferry, Hadkar Diapne, 
Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm, I'm one for three. I, I've seen Don. I've seen Don and Don too. That's a great start. That's a great we, start. We introduced him to Shah Rukh Khan through Don. We did, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a great um, introduction. Yeah. And then now he's going to talk to you about his most favorite yeah. Bollywood movie ever. And she lo- she loves to tease him. me. We just can't stop him. She loves to tease me about my favorite Bollywood film of all time ever. Gangs of Wasapur parts one and two. Just. Damn. I've heard oh. that they're really good. I haven't seen them. Oh. Um, they're good though, eh? Here we go. Amazing, amazing. Okay. Just, gotta... just absolutely incredible. I mean, they're, it's, it's one five-hour movie cut into two sections. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, a, it's, some people would disagree with this. Most people would say it's the, it's the Indian Godfather, right? It's, it's the Godfather for India. It, goes, it spans generations. It's a revenge story. It's, you know, it's the whole, it's fascinating. It's a, it's a, and, and when you watch it, you understand Mirzapur a little better. Have you seen Mirzapur? No, no. That's that's the TV show, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I gotta I gotta watch that one too. There's so many good mini series and like yes. web series that have been coming yep. out of India. Like, yeah. My my parents were watching this one that has Bobby Diol in the lead, and he plays like uh like a religious guru. Ashram. Yeah, I heard that's pretty cool, and I feel like you know seeing. We're gonna we're gonna review it this this week actually. I've just finished. Let me know what you guys think. I I think that's kind of one that's also going to be on my list at some point. And Scam, 1992 Scam. That's brilliant again. A lot of good stuff coming out of India for sure. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. And, um, you know, there's a part of me that was surprised at just how violent, like I was expecting, I don't know what I was expecting, but it was, these were extremely graphic, violent gang. I mean, it's gang stuff. So why, why be surprised? But and we had beheadings and we had, you know, blood. We had bits of brain getting sp- splattered wow. against the wall. I mean, it was, yeah, it was intense. I was expecting, you know, some song and dance or something, but nope. <laughs> oh, no, no, this was. Uh... So get ready for that. Just prepare yourself. Okay. If you're even a Thank little bit squeamish. Warning. Yeah. If you're a little squeamish. Yeah. But okay. great, great stuff. Absolutely For fantastic sure. movie. So that's brilliant. So now we know you're a Sharu Govinda fan. We also know uh, wh- what your three go-to movies are for Bollywood. And uh, we also know your real name. So that was a fun conversation, Tesher. Is there something you want to tell our listeners? Um, thank you for supporting me. And if you guys don't know who I am, check out Tesher on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Facebook, everything that is a social media platform. And a lot more stuff coming very soon. What do you want to tell the Desi kids, the Desi youngsters who, who, who are looking at a career in music? Keep going. Um, keep going. Or if you're scared of starting, start. Uh, because that's how it, it started for me. I just randomly started making little remixes that were really bad when I was uh, in like the fourth or fifth grade. And now I'm on the cusp of doing this, uh, doing this on a much, much bigger scale. So don't let your dreams be dreams. Keep, uh, keep at it. And you never know what might click, what might hit. So keep at it. And, and of course, the Daisy's uncles, uh, Daisy uncles and aunties who, who, who want their kids to be doctors and engineers. What do you got to say? <laughs> well, so I was in that same boat, too. I would say, you know, there's no reason you can't do both. Uh, I mean, I, I, on the insistence of my parents, went through uh, the entirety of high school and the entirety of university and got a job. And I did that. And I'm better for it. I mean, I was interested in business and marketing. And the marketing uh, 
stuff that I've studied has directly helped me um, make sure that the marketing for my music has been uh, top notch. And, uh, you know, it's been able to help me kind of cut through the weeds and really get my music to whoever needs to hear it. So you never know how these things will, will, will help you. So I would say stick with it. Uh, find something that's a compromise. You know, I mean, if you just hate absolutely everything, uh, I mean, that's just impossible. Like you're going to like something. I didn't want to be a doctor. I don't want to be an engineer. I don't want to be a lawyer, but I was a creative person. And I thought, well, you know, marketing, that's kind of creative. So right. I chose that path. Um, so I would say there's no harm in going to going to school, getting a degree, making your parents happy. They gave you everything. So it's the least you could do, I guess. <laughs> uh, but at some point, I know that if you if you really love something, your parents will will come around and support you and um, and help you reach the goals that you want to reach. Well, it's a pleasure um, talking to you, Tesher. It's so great to get to know you a little bit more. And of course, I'm and pretty sure our audience would too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. Yo, this is Tesher. You are now tuned in to Daisies.live. Let's go. Hey, like Matai, like Matai, like Kulfi, Rasmalai, Pistaba, Hey, on a kazana on a play, hey, like